Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast sharing how to create and grow income streams and manage, multiply, and protect your wealth in the new economy. Are you tired of trading your time for money? Do you desire freedom today instead of retirement in 10, 20, or 30 years? I'm MC Lobsher, and this is the Cashflow Ninja. This is Cashflow Ninja. My name is MC Lobsher. Thank you so much for joining us in another episode of Cashflow Ninja. I've got a fantastic episode for you today with a fantastic guest, Albert Preciado. I've got a great story. I actually met him briefly. This is several years ago now. It's almost three, three years, four years ago. Time flies when you're having fun. And uh, he was on a path at that stage. I could just sense just meeting him briefly and seeing him that weekend that he was on to a lot of great and big things. And it it certainly has come true. Albert, welcome to the show. Thank you. Nice for having me. Yeah, I'm very excited to, to, to chat with you today. For our listeners and viewers that's not familiar with you and what you do, can you please share a little bit about your background and journey with them? Well, I'm a Mexican. Uh, my first language was Spanish and I grew up in Echo Park. It's a a poor area, you know, the, there used to be a lot of drug dealing, shootings there. And uh, my parents came to the U.S. when they were in their early 30s. They wanted a better future. And I grew, even though I was born here, my first language was Spanish. So you could imagine, I don't want to make a long story. Uh, I don't want to make it too long. I want to make it short. But I grew up and, and I mean, I was discriminated. I was called wetback. I was called, uh, I was told, go back to Mexico. You're never going to be anybody. And then I I, I went on to middle school and people would make fun of my accent. I couldn't get girls. I had puberty. And so I was so like, um, my confidence was so low. I was so insecure. And then I get to high school, horrible grades. I would do whatever it takes to not go to school. Like I, I would create uh, sick days. Like, like mom, like I'm sick. My stomach hurts. I have fever. I would do whatever it took to not go to school. So I had a 1.8 GPA. I barely got a diploma because they mailed it to me. I couldn't be on stage because I was so bad. And I went on to college, dropped out of college, and I was just a mess. And my, I grew up my whole childhood and early adulthood with my mom telling me, look, this friend you grew up with, graduated, degree. This friend, another degree. And it was like degree, 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 degree. Well, all, all those people now are, you know, some people are not doing so well. Some people are in jail. And I, I started one business, two businesses, three, four businesses, and now we're starting two new businesses. I built 12 flows of income, and I have uh, my, my wife and my two daughters. One of them, I named her after a Ferrari because that was my dream car. But, I mean, long story short, none of this would have happened if I would not have started investing in real estate. So I started small. I started with a three-unit property, and then my wife, I, I, got her, um, I had her get a four-unit, and that was the start of building wealth and building our businesses together. But uh, in a short little paragraph, that's my life. Yeah, and, it's, and, and one of the things that I love about your story, too, is this is something that it's, this has really taken off like the last 10 years. You know, if you do things, and maybe you can touch on that too, because I think that sometimes people are down in the dumps and I say, listen, if you start doing things correctly and move in the right direction, even at a slower speed, instead of sprinting in the wrong direction and turn your life around, it's incredible what you can do in five years and in 10 years. I mean, you can get the results in your business and in real estate investing that takes people 30 to 40 years. You could do it in five to 10 years and you're living proof of it. Yeah. Well, the, the best advice I can give everybody is uh, the power of mentor, the power of getting the mentor and getting the right information. 
and upgrade your shadows. We we're talking about this uh, before before camera, but you got to upgrade your shadows. And what I mean by shadow is the best way of learning is one on one. So when I went, I started going to seminars. Uh, the first person I studied was Tony Robbins, and I started I started Tony Robbins, and then I said, well, you got to study the past. And uh, I know that Tony Robbins also had a mentor, so I went back and I started studying Tony Robbins's mentor. And then and then I and then I moved on, and then I started. I, I ended up uh, reading the book, Grant's book, and I ended up going to a seminar. And I was just there sitting in the back, and then I moved to the front. And then I said, how can I get in front of this guy and get mentored one-on-one? -on -one? So I got mentored one-on-one, -on -one, and, and then I started getting mentored. Well, he taught me sales and real estate investing, but uh, I, I love entrepreneurship. Like, I want to have a business. Patrick Bedavid just built his business. It's, it's growing so rapidly, and Patrick Bedavid is closer to my age and it's a closer industry. It's very similar. It's a boring business and it's highly regulated. He does insurances. I do mortgages. Let me study Patrick. I want to learn his systems. I want to learn his, his operations. And then I said, well, there's two ingredients that I need, training and, and marketing. Marketing is big. So let me pay Ty Lopez to pick his brain and market the way he does because it works. I'm going to make mortgages fun. I'm going to make them exciting. Let me study training. How do I train my people? Because I don't want to be a small Goliath. I want to be a big Goliath. What's a big Goliath? Somebody that built a multi-billion dollar company like Ray Dalio. I don't know if you've read the book, uh, Principles, Ray Dalio. Oh, so, so that's thinking massive, I think. Like when, when you see Ray Dalio worth 18 billion, like how do you get there? What's going to happen when we have a thousand agents, 10,000 agents nationwide? How do you train all these people? You can't train, train them one-on-one. -on -one. So then I brought in Brad Lee. Brad Lee taught a lot and helped Grant scale. Let me pay Brad, make him my friend, and learn everything I can for training. We got Patrick with systems. We got Ty for marketing, and we got Grant for sales. And let's invest in real estate with the money that we're making. So all of those components, the information is what led for me growing faster and not making so many mistakes. Yeah. And it shortcut it. I mean, and you just looked at what you needed and you brought together the, the expertise of the masters in their space in every single little part and bring it in together. And it's so true. And, you know, for folks that are listening out there, it starts with, I mean, it started with going to a live event with Tony Robbins, reading books, studying, and eventually as you're growing into it, now you got to try and find a way to get close to the folks that you want to be mentored by and do that, which you've done very, very impressively by again, getting out of your comfort zone and doing big things. The Driven event, which uh, there's a lot of videos that fo folks and, and viewers and listeners can look at online on, on, on YouTube, where there's a ton of content from that there is an event that you put on. But that was also, I mean, if you don't mind sharing the goals with that, bringing all these people together and taking on massive risk, being bold because it costs you money, um, and taking that leap, right? Yeah, I mean, one of these events cost us over a million bucks. And, and it was risky to put out. And the, the reason why I came up with Driven was because after the 10X2 in Miami, in uh, the diplomat, I came back and I said, I got to do something like this. So I told my wife, Sil, Sil, we got to do this. We got to do a 10X, but it's going to be our own 10X. What, what, what are we going to do? What are we going to call it? And I, and I said, let me think about it. I went into the shower and I started showering and I put Patrick Bedavid. I was listening to a Patrick Bedavid while I was showering. And then he kept on saying, drive, drive. And he was talking about drive. And then I came out of the shower and I, and I told my wife, hey, uh, hey, babe, we're going to call it drive. 
And she's like, dry. It doesn't sound good. It's like, cause you know, my wife, she, she's always trying to challenge me and I have these great ideas. And then she'll tell me like, she'll challenge me. So now I kind of don't tell her what I'm going to do. I just kind of do it. But she always pushes me, which is a good thing. So I told her, okay, well drive. Okay. Well, I added a letter driven. So we made it driven. We made it happen. And then I said, driven. Nobody knows who I am. I have no audience. Like I want, I always wanted to speak on stage. I wanted to speak on, uh, for a Todd Duncan, he has a stage for a mortgage training. It never happened. He told me I would, and it never happened. So I, so it didn't happen. Then I always wanted to speak at the 10X. It didn't happen either. So then I said, I'm just going to create my own stage and I'm going to speak uh, on my own stage. So let's make it happen. But my audience isn't there, right? So I said, well, how can I bring people? Let me hire Grant and pay Grant and make it happen. So I didn't have much money back then because I had money stuck on a 1031 exchange that I was doing for real estate, but I did have 50 G's and me, I put everything on the line. So I said, I'm going to give Grant 25 deposit to speak and I'm going to get my other 25 and I'm going to give it to the Ritz as a deposit to uh, book the, the place. I did that and I said, well, now I got to create the money. So let's make some sales and I'll create the money to keep funding the event. I did that and then Driven One happened, became a total success. Ever since Driven One, all our companies have been growing. We're running on our 12 straight quarter of growth in our company, 12 straight quarter. That's a lot of times. That's a lot of years. And all that because of Driven, because Driven is my megaphone. Driven is what gives me the mic where people hear me and now they listen to me. Before, nobody listened to me. But now people listen to me. So that's made me more powerful in recruiting and growing my other companies, which made it a triangle. So the mortgage guys, ambiance, and now Driven flows traffic there. And now we're creating companies inside that triangle to make this triangle worth billions of dollars. So that's our company vision. And uh, that's where we stand right now. I just have so much energy that uh, I just don't believe I ever get tired. Camaplan is one of the leaders for personalized tax deferred and tax-free IRA planning. Camaplan's team can assist you to take control of your retirement funds and financial future through self-directed investing. They offer support to clients throughout the entire process from opening your first account to making your first purchase to self-managing your assets. Camaplan works with a growing network of investment providers in all asset categories and offer free investor education through classes, events, and webinars with over 15 years of leadership and self-directed retirement investing. Camaplan will help you unlock a convenient and safe way to manage your retirement investments and discover financial freedom beyond traditional investments, beyond Wall Street, and go from forever taxed to never taxed. Start to take control over your retirement funds and financial future today by visiting cashflowninja.com forward slash Camaplan. No, you, you most certainly don't. And that's a great lesson for everyone that, you know, for listeners and viewers out there is to pick a platform and build your platform on a specific, in a specific area. That megaphone can be different and has been different for folks in many different areas, but it's very, very important to have one because that could fuel all of your other businesses and direct a lot of attention towards the businesses that you already have, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of our folks, you know, we've been talking about this quite a bit is 
one of the what I see with cash flow ninjas such as yourself is they have their 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 income flows. They build their businesses that generate the cash, and eventually that money is 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 positioned and then multiplied through real estate investing, a very very big part of it, or investing in other businesses and so forth. So let's let's go back to because at one stage you were very successful as a mortgage broker. And then there was sort of a wall that you kind of hit. And then I think this is a, an area where a lot of folks are stuck, where they get to a certain income level and it's different for all. Let's just say it's 300000 or 500000 in your business there. But then there are certain things that need to, to, to happen to go from there to take it to the next level and then on to the next level. What are some of the stuff that uh, the, the steps that happened there that got you to breaking through that I guess, invisible ceiling, if you will, um, at that point where you your growth kind of like stagnated? Well, I mean, the, the time I noticed that I, I wasn't doing something right was in 2008 when the market crashed. So when the mortgage meltdown happened, the recession in 2008, I lost everything. And uh, I think every powerful, successful individual has a big ego. I got a big ego. I could tell you have a big ego. Uh, Grant, Patrick, Ed Milet, all these people have big egos which is a good thing because you need one to, to be successful, and, but you have to know how to control it. So in 2008, before that, prior to that, I thought I was the king of the world. I was partying, woman, drugs, alcohol, and that's what uh, destroyed me. And I had a game plan. I, I, had this, I had the same drive. I was the same Albert, but just young. And I didn't have all the information. I didn't have the experience, but I had a game plan. I, was, I had $200,000. I was making my first year in the mortgage industry, I made 260K. So I had 200K that I, that I had to, because uh, I bought a house and I was gonna build, and this house was gonna go, I bought it for 600, it was gonna be worth 1.6. So it w- I was gonna make about 800,000 net. And I had the game plan, the money, the plans, and then my life, just I dedicated it to the wrong things. Like I said, booze, women, all that stuff. 2008 comes and, and times get tough, and I don't, and I spent the whole two hundred thousand, so I had nothing. So I ended up homeless. Only rescued my Ford Explorer, my my phone, and my laptop. I just had those three things, and the most important one, my now wife, who was my girlfriend at the time, still, who slept in that Ford Explorer for two months with me. So we were homeless, and we lived in the Ford Explorer. So people are like, "Oh, you're homeless. You're you're that." But we would just park in neighborhoods, sleep, and continue. Like mornings, we would wake up. We were so broke, we would sneak into the gyms, take showers, work out, because we always want to have that energy. We're into workout, working out in fitness. Then we would come out, Starbucks, make some calls, and uh, work from the laptop. Because I was so embarrassed to go back to my parents and be a failure and tell them, you were right. I, I didn't make it in real estate. It, it, it was hard. I, yeah, you told me not to do it. So I didn't want to do that. So that's why I fought for my Ford Explorer. And slowly, every year, I started getting better because I went back to what got me started, self-improvement, getting a mentor. So every year I improved and I upgraded my information every year. And the immigrant mentality, I think, in the uh, comes into play. Maybe you want to speak to that too. I'm originally from South Africa. Yeah. So I have, I have a little bit of that in me too. What advantage does it, gives you, it give you in such an amazing place such as the United States? Well, you know what? I, I saw my parents, like I saw my dad. So my dad, I always saw him struggling. He would always come back from home like hunched back, he couldn't walk right. Uh, he was defeated. He was tired. He created extra energy to play with me because I was six years old. I was a little kid. And, and I would wonder, what does he do? 
Like, why does he have red marks on his white outfit? Like, does he go? I thought he was like a superhero killing bad people. And that was like just blood and all that. So I, I was six years old. I told dad, no, I don't believe you. Like, I, I don't believe you that you paint. Take me with you. So one day he takes me and he used to paint homes in Beverly Hills. I get there and I see this red, beautiful Ferrari and this mansion in Bel Air. And I don't know what Bel Air is. I don't know what a Ferrari is. But there's one thing about exotic cars that kids recognize. It's like when, you know, when you see a hot, a hot chick, you're like, she's hot. That you can't help yourself. You're like, you, you'll, you'll, you'll see her. But kids, they see those exotics, Lambo, Ferrari. They know what that is. They like the noise. They like the cars. It gets their attention. So I asked my dad, dad, how come we don't have this car? And how come we don't live here? Look, it's all green. It's beautiful, fresh air. Why do we live where we live? Which is not that nice. And my dad, my dad told me like, son, this is not for us. And that's where I started thinking like, why? Why does he get home tired all the time? Why do we live here? Why is there shootings? Why are we ducking? Why is there bullets coming through our window? Like, why is this going on? This is not, I, I, don't, I didn't think it was, it was cool. So then my dad told me, son, if you never quit and you outwork everybody and you work your, your ass off, you're going to be somebody great. And, and maybe then you'll be able to live here and you'll be able to drive that car. And I said, dad, I promise I'm going to do that. I'm going to work really hard and I'm going to make sure that I give everything back to you and help you and, and buy your house that they weren't ever they weren't ever able to get because they didn't qualify and, and and it was just a struggle from the beginning. And I told my dad, I promise you, I'm gonna be very successful, and I'm gonna help all of us. I'm gonna help the, the people, and, and I'm gonna be somebody great one day. And that's how it all started. It gave me that drive to never quit. Bearing that in mind, and then turning your life around and starting. You started to grow and you started to realize that you need other people to help build the business with you to really take this to the next level and going from, you know, a great salesperson and develop into a, a business person. As you mentioned, you have to upgrade your, your knowledge, right? Your information that you consume. Talk to me a little bit about that process because I think that would be very valuable for a lot of folks because there are a lot of solopreneurs out there. There are maybe some folks out there in small businesses with smaller teams, and now they're starting to take the next steps to kind of grow. What what was involved in that process? Well, in order to grow a company big, you need people. And people are going to be liabilities or assets. And some people are, and you have to go through a lot of people to grow. And then being in business is like the army. Like you're going to be a hero and you're going to help a lot of people, the masses. However, it's one of the most dangerous decisions you'll make. Like you go to the army, you could die. You go to, you go to war, you, you know, and when you, when you become an entrepreneur and you start hiring people and, and growing your business, you could die. You get a lot of pressure. Like, uh, like I, I always talk about this. I battle heart, I battled like the heart attacks. And in the nights, I couldn't sleep because I was about to go out of business a hundred times at least. And my wife, I didn't want to tell her that because she was pregnant. And I didn't want to tell her that. I didn't want to worry her. So I would keep all that pain and I would fight. And I just would remember, I can't let my dad down. I can't let my wife down. We're going to have a, a, a little girl. I have to keep fighting. And some days I would wake up at 1230 in the morning and just get to work. What am I going to, what, what am I going to do today? How am I going to come up with this money? How am I going to pay payroll? How am I going to make it work? What am I going to do? Who am I going to call? I need some money. I need some sales. I need to survive. I'm not a quitter. I'm not going to fail. And, and I would figure it out. And until today, I've never, never, never found a problem or encountered a problem that I couldn't uh, solve. And, and as you grow, as you get more information, as you get more help, you become a better recruiter. 
you become a better trainer, you become a better leader, you become a better CEO, and, and you start you know, you start learning so many more things. Like I didn't know what an operations manual was. I didn't know what systems were. I didn't track stuff. There were so many things. And then I learned all that stuff. And finally, the last three months, I've been, I've been having so much fun doing what I do. I've been having so much fun waking up at 2 a.m. I've been having so much fun thinking about my next innovative campaign. What am I going to do next to disturb, to uh, disrupt my industry? What am I going to do? And, and I'm just having so much fun. I just had a baby uh, daughter. She's seven months, and uh, I have my three-and-a-half-year-old. Her name's uh, Italia, and the other one's Berlin. But I've never had as much fun as I am right now. Like, I'm playing a game, and I'm having so much fun working 18 hours, seeing great results, and I think that's life. Like, I love being in the office. I love working. I love staying productive. Investors, don't sleep on this market and trends. Did you know that in many cities across the U.S., renters now outnumber owners, and demand will only increase? More and more will be renting in droves, and it's putting the squeeze on a tight rental market. Four Peaks Capital Partners has been successfully investing in this proven, recession-resistant sector for years, providing investors with passive income and capital appreciation. Protect your portfolio and invest in private real estate funds, because the demand for affordable housing will only increase. Invest with Four Peaks and let us do all the work. Find out more by calling 877-5-INCOME. That's 877-5-INCOME or visit privateincomeinvesting.com. That's privateincomeinvesting.com. And you guys do a lot of virtual stuff too, right? Which has helped during this the, the pandemic that we were in this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I copied what works. I saw that those VTs work. I saw, well, Brad is a good, he has a really good system. And I, and I saw like Grant's having a lot of success with his 10X university. I said, oh, I'm going to do my Driven Academy. So I did my Driven Academy and, and that's from Driven event. Well, first of all, I was Driven Conference, but then I said, I want to make it an event. I want to make it fun. What do the other events that, uh, don't have? They don't have a bar. I'm going to put it in the bar. I'm going to put it in the show. I'm going to put lighting. I'm going to make music, DJ. I'm going to make it fun. Like everything. I want to make it fun. I want to make it innovative. So I changed it to Driven event. Then I said, well, I, I saw the bootcamp is working. So let's do a Driven bootcamp. I created a Driven bootcamp. Then I said, well, coaching. Why, why not do driven coaching? So now I did driven coaching. Then I said, wait a minute, I'm missing the academy, the university. Let's do a driven academy. So out of one idea came two, three, four, five ideas. And then that, those are five extra flows of income. And they've been working really good because I'll tell you what, a, an influencer is going to attract a certain crowd. What I've gotten is a lot of people have converted and they've told me, Albert, I relate more to you because I am Hispanic and I'm a millennial. So from Hispanic and millennial, like I have more in common with you than the other person. So let me, I want to, I want to, I want to pick you. I want you to be my mentor, Albert. So that's been happening a lot. And I've been running with it. If 80% of your niche are millennials, Latinos, uh, men, why not focus to your niche? And then whoever comes from the, whoever, anybody else that comes, they're going to come but focus on your niche. Spend all your marketing dollars on your niche. So I've been, I double, triple down on that. We've just been scaling 80% of all our audience 
mortgage guys, ambience realty driven, 80% are Latino millennials and men, even though now the women are, are, are starting to grow, which is, which is great. That's awesome. And a big lesson here too is it's all symbi symbiotic flows. You didn't start with one flow, recreated the wheel and went into a completely different industry and then try to create a second flow. These are all ancillary and symbiotic and all contributes what you're doing in other areas, right? Yeah. But, but let me tell you something really important and I want everybody to know. I started small with real estate. And I think like what I, the, the difference that I do is I want to teach people how, to, how do they do it. Like I want to I tell you, you watching this, I want you to do it. I don't want to take your money. I want to give you the information so that you could go out there and do it like I did it. I bought three units and I financed FHA. That's only three and a half percent down. That's nothing. Then I told my wife, you got to buy four units before we get married because if we get married, we only qualify for one FHA loan. So you get your four unit FHA. I have a three unit FHA, three and a half percent for you, three and a half percent for me. So that's 7% down for seven units. I got those units and in five years I sold those and we made over 700,000 in five years. At the same time, we were working on our business. So real estate created that much money for us. And not only that, we started getting more properties, more small units, like four units, three units, four units, three units. We accumulated enough, sold most of them in five years, made over 2 million bucks, 2 million bucks cash. We used that in emergencies when our businesses were failing, when we were getting uh, lawsuits, when we were making mistakes, when we were losing millions, I sold those properties. And thanks to that real estate, I survived and now we're thriving. And it all started with those real estate properties that I bought, three little three units, little four units. And I like to teach people, the average people, the you know, people that are making 60 grand a year, 50,000 a year. You qualify, even minimum wage. Like get a co-signer. You could buy your first four unit, keep it for five years, and make half a million dollars in five years or less. And then that money you could later invest in and get a bigger multi-unit. So everything starts, you know, with, with a little bit, but I feel that anybody, no matter where you come from, no matter how much money you have, you should get your first property as a small four unit and go FHA three and a half percent because that's what worked for me. So I'm just talking based on my experience. Absolutely. A couple of things I want to point out here too. So you have your business, which is your main driver, the mortgage guys. They're operating virtual, so this is just good to put into context of the environment that we're in because people are like, well, what's working right now? What's going to work in this, this new changing world? Well, people are going to need mortgages. There's they're doing it virtual, and that's a big cash generator. Then Albert was sharing that they have digital products, which they've built. Yes, they have live events, which is great, but he also took that online through the software that's available with Brad and his company. And he's been a, a previous guest on the show too. So now they take that online. Now all of a sudden you can scale that globally, anywhere, anywhere in the world can sign up, access their courses, consume their content through those digital products. So you have all, and, and you know, was it Warren Buffett that said you have to make, if you don't figure out how to make money when you sleep, you're gonna work until you're dead, right? So 
They've got money coming in through these products, through the business, and now this money is then going into real estate, which is what you just shared how to get started and you got started smaller. But that's the part that really, really grows it because maybe you can speak to this, what it does to the mentality and the mindset of a business owner. When you've got money coming in, let's just say through leveraged income and quote unquote passive income assets such as real estate, that covers your living expenses. It covers a lot more than that. You're financially free on that. You've got a completely different mindset in your business, right? That scarcity has now gone away because you have all this money coming in independent of your business. Yeah, you become dangerous. You become really, really dangerous. And and I always believed in, I want to become successful when I'm young. I don't want to wait till I'm old and, and not be able to play with my kids. Like my, my little girls, like I want, to, I want to be young, successful. I want to play hard right now but I also want to work hard, but it's not only working hard. You got to, it's working long because everybody works hard. Idiots work hard, but they just learn the wrong data and then they become idiots. But if you work hard, you also got to be smart. You got to work smart and long and you're going to make, you're going to create more with that time because people confuse being busy with being effective, being a, like, like getting results done. So everything started with the mortgage guy, but I got a mentor and he told me, Albert, the mortgage guy is not scalable. The mortgage guy is like a $10 million company. You add an S, make it the mortgage guys, it becomes a billion dollar company. Think big. And this was Patrick. And then I said, yeah. And I, and I kind of like, we were arguing a little bit. And, and I said, I went back. And then after three months, I'm like, we're going to do, we're going to add the S. One more letter, just like driven, drive driven, mortgage guy, the mortgage guys. And now I started working it. People were joining the company because they wanted to be part of a company they could belong to, a company that could be theirs. And I started creating golden handcuffs, like equity. Does your company give you equity? I'm the only owner, so I could give equity to some of my leaders that, so that they stay forever and they don't learn and leave. So a lot of those things are, are like another, they're another topic, but I started creating all that, all that stuff that I was learning from my mentors. And then I created real estate because it feeds mortgages. Then the driven event, like I said, that's a cash flow driven bootcamp, cash flow driven coaching, cash flow driven academy, cash flow real estate apartments, cash flow YouTube a little bit, but it's cash flow credit repair, cash flow processing. It's another different cash flow. We're opening up another company, which is going to be our 12th cash flow. So when you're receiving all these little gems from every corner, it makes you want to take more risks to grow faster and to grow more, and you become really dangerous. We are living through unprecedented times, and many experts say that in the coming months and years, we're about to see some of the best real estate opportunities of our lifetime. Who's going to benefit the most from these opportunities? Those with access to capital, which is where the real estate accelerator comes in. Brought to you by Good Egg Investments, the Real Estate Accelerator is an online course and mastermind that will give you everything you need to raise private capital for real estate syndications. Through building a killer brand that attracts the right investors, you'll be able to take advantage of the upcoming opportunities and scale your business. To learn more, check out cashflowninja.com forward slash good egg. Start with one, like like you just mentioned. You started with one, it, and then they're symbiotic. They get added and added on. And I think the big takeaway here too, during this time where a lot of folks are looking to change up what they're doing and change up their game, try and figure out what you want to focus on first. If it's sales, marketing, if it's 
building systems and processes, if it's becoming a better leader in your organization, because all of them, there's some great folks that you can follow, but then you can specifically pick them. And I love the the word that you used to is changing the shadows that you're chasing, right? Yeah. And the way that you kind of phrase it with Bobby Castro, which I know you're following right now, and he's a mentor of yours, just sold his company for what, a billion dollars? A billion. So there's a couple of things that you can you, that you can learn from that. So absolutely do that. So mentorship's been big. You're always studying and learning and growing. What are you currently studying right now? And, and what are you learning? Well, right now I'm studying a, a few things, but I'll tell you the two, two important ones. One is taxes. Like I, I, I want to know how not to pay taxes. Uh, now that I'm, now that I'm making over 10 million this year, we're going to probably hit 20 million in revenue. I, I want, I don't want to pay taxes. So I've been studying taxes. I've been studying heavily the mortgage industry, real estate industry, because I want everything. I want to start work on compliance because that's one thing that could put your business out. Those two things I'm really, really studying. I want to know everything about mortgages, about real estate and taxes. Another thing is that I think that, at least for me, I'm going to start buying a property a month. And of course, if I don't find a good one, I'm not going to get it. But I plan on buying a property a month, a property a month. And I'm talking about big properties starting December. I think December, the entire 2021 year, I think I'm going to get deals for a bargain and I'm loading on cash and, and, and credit, uh, credit lines that I'm going to go out there and get a bunch of these uh, properties at the right time because I buy when they're low and I sell when they're high. And, and I'm going to continue to do that because it's worked for me so far. So I'm really excited about all that. One thing that, that I want to leave everybody with before I leave is, is courage. Courage is really important. You need some big balls because most people don't. And all of this, everything that I've created, like I said, I was close to, I was close to going out of business at least 100 times. I couldn't sleep. Sometimes I felt like I was going to get a heart attack. I was at the gym working out and I would see the, the trainers like kind of floating in the air and I was losing breath. And I would, and I had to run out and, and kind of like get myself together because I had so many, so much stuff in my head, so much pressure, but I didn't want my family to be affected. I wanted to fight for them. And all of that starts with courage. When I bought my first three unit that changed my life, I had $3,000 in my bank account. I had a 560 FICO score and $80,000 in collections. But I said, I'll open escrow. I'll close the agent, convince him. He's a listing agent. I'll go straight to the listing agent, double-ended uh, listing agent. And I was thinking to myself, I'm going to close this guy. I'll get an extension or two or three. I ended up getting three extensions, 90-something day escrow, closed it, and that alone property made me 460000 in five years and a half. So all of this happened because while I got extensions, I was working on my credit, getting it higher, saving the rest of the down payment, and I made it happen. When I created Driven One, I did not have the money. I made it happen. I committed. And that's where it all starts. If you don't have balls then you don't belong in business. Yeah. And the challenges are going to be much, much bigger in this new economy that we're in right now. But so is the opportunities. So you're going to have to play a bigger game uh, in this in this new world, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm so excited, by the way. Like, I feel that people that have the right, people that have the information and have some liquidity right now, this is going to be, when, this is going to be the best time. This is going to be your time where, where you just make the most money ever. The most money ever. Like right now, there's a lot of scared people out there. There's a lot of people that are, that are they don't know what to do. Like I know what to do. Like I'm really excited. Like I, I'm, I'm super excited. You know, COVID 3X our revenue. And right now we're at 5X. 
and revenue. So it helped us because of social media and marketing. And most of the companies in my industry, almost all of them, they don't have any social media presence. So it affected them. And I see, like, I walk out there, all these retail uh, off, retail spaces, they're, they're out of business. They're for lease. And so, so it's, it's just people that didn't adapt, people that didn't have, like you said, multiple flows of income. They relied on one or two incomes. They're dead. But people that have all these flows, they survive. So it's really important for you to start building other flows. Absolutely. And focusing on the right things, right? Instead of arguing online and social media and posting something that confirms your biased view, you're focusing on this is an opportunity because everybody's getting sucked into negativity and stories and so forth. And I could use use social media, not just consume it and get, get after it. Check this out, brother. Somebody in my building, okay, jumped off yesterday off the 27th floor, committed suicide. This is one of the most, this is the, the most, the biggest building, most expensive, most, most luxury where all celebrities, athletes live. I live there. It's 40 floors. I live on the 36. Somebody from the 27 jumped off and landed, in, uh, landed right on where the valet picks up the cars. And I'm like, what the, like, what the hell is, what was he thinking? And, I'm, and this, guy, this guy was worth $600 million. And, and the reason why I say this is because it happened yesterday and it's fresh on my mind. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, man, first off, I'm like, dude, like, don't be selfish. What if you fall on top of somebody and kill them? What if you fall on top of a, a little girl and she sees that? Even worse, you fall on top of her and you take her life too. Like, it's, it's, it's just, it's ridiculous. It's insane. But... I start thinking about like, why did he do that? Why does this happen? And it's the mindset. You said it right now, mindset. It all starts with the mindset. And what I do every day at, for five hours, I wake up at 3 a.m. From 3 to 8, I do three things. First of all, I do self-improvement. I work out, really important, and I check my finances. I track them. Are they growing or are they staying the same? I want to make sure that every day they're growing. So I do those three things, self-improvement, workout, and finances. And that gets my mindset fixed because sometimes I wake up like everybody else. I don't feel like waking up. I don't feel like getting up. I'm tired. It's two, it's three. And I convince myself and I force myself, hey, you have no choice. Look at your, your, your little daughters right there. Look at your wife, the company. You have over 300 people you employ. Get the fuck up and go work. And, and I, working out gets the blood flow and the muscles I start learning something new and it gets me on that right mindset. But when people don't do that, no wonder they get stressed. They're inside the home. They can't go out because of COVID. They don't do any self-improvement. And, and the mindset just gets messed up. They replace production with alcohol, drugs, and no wonder they're going to jump off a building or, or whatever. So I just think everybody should make sure when you wake up, do something that's going to spike your energy, that's going to put you in that positive mindset so that you could go out there and battle because every day is going to be a different battle. Absolutely, my friend. Now, a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Easy. Work ethics. You, you need ethics. Without ethics, you're nothing. Okay. You need a work ethic and you need to have the right attitude. No matter how you feel, 
you need the right attitude. You got to treat everybody with respect. So uh, those are my three things. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge and providing so much value for my listeners and my viewers. Where can folks learn more about you? Where can they follow you? And where can they stay informed of all the many projects that you're involved with and all of the events? My, my favorite one is Instagram. They could go to Instagram at the Albert Preciado. I answer all my DMs, all my comments. But the easiest is they could just Google my name, Albert Preciado. You'll find, you'll find everything about me if you Google my name. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much, Albert. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. This has been another episode of Cashflow Ninja. Check out all of our previous episodes where we feature all of the other Cashflow Ninjas, just as such as Albert, on the show at CashflowNinja.com. And as always, my friends, live infinitely. presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objectives, situation and needs. We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness.